guys, we're back for another exciting episode of the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play, and I am pumped for today's guest for a couple of reasons. One, I use the product. So long story short, I used to use the Golf Digest Handicap Solution. Then I started using a different solution when I got to Tiburon, and then I lost that solution, and I'm like, I don't have a handicap. I literally went back to Golf Digest, and I'm like, uh, it's not official. Then I found the Grinch.com. It's official. It's free, and it's awesome. So tonight we're going to talk about thegrant.com. Before we jump into that, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, click the subscribe button down below. But do more than that. Take two seconds and turn on the notifications. Because if you turn on the notifications, every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m., boom, you get an email, new episode posted. You don't even have to look for it. It's going to come right to your inbox. If you don't like looking at us, I get it. We don't, we're not pretty. You don't have to look at us. Subscribe to iTunes and Google Play in a podcast format, and you can listen to us. Same content, but in a podcast format. Regardless of where you're looking and gathering this content, click the subscribe button. But tonight, we're going to talk about handicaps. And more than just handicaps, the community that's been built around this app. And before we went live, we were talking a little bit more about that. And I actually use the desktop version of it more than anything. But the idea of tracking things from a handicap perspective, yeah, I want to track my score. I'm a stat tracker. I track fairways. I track greens. I track putts. I can do all of that within the grant. They have the grant tour. They've just, there's so much going on. So versus me trying to explain what it is, I use it. All right. That's all I know. We're going to learn more about it. We're going to dig into the details. We have Jose Torbe with us from the grant.com. Jose, welcome to the hashtag Wednesday match play. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm uh, thank, thank, thanks to you for having me here. I'm excited about, about being here, about talking about the grant. And, and sharing more about what we do. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, I'm pumped to talk to you too. And and I'm a fairly new user as well. I've heard about it. I knew about it a long time before I started using it. But when I started using it, I was kind of, quite frankly, I was kind of like, no, I don't want to use it. No, I'm, I'm comfortable <laughs> with Cold Digest. And then I got into it. And I'm like, wow, there's a lot of stuff going on. Then I start connecting with people. My buddy Matt uses it. My buddy Frank uses it. So my buddy Frank lives in Oregon. He tees off and boom, I get a notification. Frank's just teed off. Now I can follow along and just, there's a lot of stuff going on. So give us an overview of the app. What are the high-level 10,000-foot view of what this app is, what it does, and how somebody watching at home would benefit from using this app? Well, you know, when we started the grant, I think the clear, the clear objective that we had was let's try to democratize the game of golf, right? Let's try to make handicaps available for everyone. We found a way to make handicaps free, USGA compliant handicaps free, right? And, 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 and we started doing that. Uh, quite frankly, we thought that after a year, we were gonna get closed and, you know, but, but uh, after months and then years, uh, we, we're still here, we're still giving free handicaps. And in fact, we, we've worked with the USGA, making sure that, you know, they wanna grow the game of golf. We are making this free, it's helping them grow the game of golf. So. You know, surprise! They're actually they're actually helping us, right? So you know, not financially in any way, but but we work together, right? So so that's a good thing. Um, so for us, it started being that being a way to provide people with a free handicap. But because we were doing that, you know, we we started adding tools to be able to track your scores, and then with the scores, we started adding statistics about your game, so you can see your performance and analyze your game and figure out what are your weaknesses, what are your strengths. And because of that, we started seeing that, hey, I mean, we can start, people can friend, befriend each other. And then if someone is, you know, teeing off in Oregon, I get a notification, I can see how it's playing real time 
you know, I can see what he's doing on, on hole number four. And in fact, just last week, we released a feature that you can actually now comment on his scorecard. So if you're looking at your friend Frank and he's seeing off and, and you know, he just made a birdie on, on number four, you can actually uh, congratulate him or make fun of him because he made a, you know, he went out of bounds. Um, so I could keep going and going about many things that we do. Uh, we have GPS on over 37,000 golf courses around the world, completely free. We help you rank you against your friends not only in handicap, but also scoring, pot, potting, greens and regulation, fairways. So you have a ranking against your friends. Um, we also help you organize your foursome. So you can send an, an invite to your friends and they can tell you, hey, I want to play, you know, I have a tea time on Saturday at 8, 8 a.m. in Tiburon, uh, gold, right? And I can send it to all my friends and they can say, hey, I want to play, I want to play. And then I can accept whoever I want to accept, right? Um, so there's there's a bunch of other things that we do, um, but I'm going to stop there because I'm 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 going to confuse everyone. But uh, that's kind of a, a quick overview of, of what we do. And what's cool about it is that you can use it literally for handicap purposes only, and that's what's fun from a stat junkie like myself is I wanted a handicap and I need and and I I want it. I don't even play competitive, and I just wanted it so I can know. And you know, the more I play and the older I get, the less I care about my handicap. But at the same time. When I show up to the first team, my buddy's like, hey, what's your handicap? I want to know. I want to be able to provide, yeah, I shoot this or I shoot that. I want to be able to, to define an exact handicap, and the grit.com absolutely help, helps me do that. And so the app itself and, and, and the app, you know, the interface is incredibly user-friendly. I mean, you literally tell me, like, up, down, left, right for fairways miss, greens miss, whatever. And, you know, I'm very impressed with the overall experience. And you were saying before we went live, you're always learning and, and, and listening to feedback and getting better. So what's kind of been some of the growing pains you've had in developing this app? And, you know, before you explain the growing pains, when did you start the development of it? And when did the grit.com be released? And then what have been the growing pains from that, that point until today? Right. So, so we started working. The first line of code was 2011. Um, we launched a website in 2000, late 2012. Um, and, then, and then the first version of the app went live in 2013. Um, so that's how long we've been working on it. I think that the growing pains, quite frankly, has been, you know, like you said, we, we launched it knowing that it was, it was not a perfect product. And instead of we trying to figure out what was the perfect product, we let our audience tell us, right? What is it that they want? So the reason why you probably find this so easy to use is not because we thought about it. It's literally because people told us what they wanted to be like, right? And I, and I think that was a, a, a big thing for us. Um, you know, in terms of growing pains, I, I think for us, um, more, than, more than the development, it's just been, we've always done this I mean, clearly we want to make money, right? And we want to grow the business, but it's been a it's been mostly because we wanted to make this this tool available for everyone. And because we have that mentality, and because every dollar that we that we produce in sales, we put it back into developing new features. Um, the whole management of the company, making sure that financially we can continue to support this business and continue to support creating this product and having the best product available to the public. I think that's what's been the most, the most challenging part. Um, and, but, but, but we've truly enjoyed it. It's been, you know, I'm a golfer. I love golf. I, I'm very passionate about it. So being able to kind of 
hear what someone wants from a golf standpoint. You know, I want to be able to track this and this because that's going to help me with that and that, right? And then see it happen. It's just, you know, it's it's a joy. And then being able to use it yourself, right? Um, so for us, it's it's been it's been a wild, fun ride to be on. That's awesome, man. What's cool, like you talk about, like how you you look at that, how long it took. That is yeah. crazy that you started not that long ago and have come as far as you are today. And just the the impressive thing is, as I I heard about it and I knew about it, but I complete transparency, I only started using it because somebody said, "Hey, that's a free official USGA handicap," and I'm like, "Boom, I'm in. I'm frugal. I don't like spending money unless it's on beer." Like most of us, right? It's it's normal, and I think. One of the key things that we've always thought about is that if you only want to do the handicap thing, we're not going to bombard you. We're not going to, you're not going to see all these other features. In fact, people complain that some of these features are, are kind of hidden. They're hidden in purpose because we don't want to get in your face. Like you learn about a little by little and you'll find them. We'll make sure you find them, but they're not going to bother you if you don't want to use it. And I think that's, that's, you know, hearing you and what you're explaining, it's actually a good thing to hear. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to hear what you're saying. I get, I, I would honestly say I get three to seven emails a day from Kohl's, the store, because <laughs> I, I bought something there one time. And I, I don't even look at them. I delete them. And I don't even know why I don't unsubscribe. You guys send on the first handicap update, on the 15th handicap update, two, maybe three a month outside of that. But every one I get from the grant, I read, oh, I haven't heard from them in a while. What's going on? What's new? What's fresh? What's happening? And that's the difference in between a company that, that understands what their customers want and a company that's just trying to drive revenue. So I appreciate the quality that goes into your email marketing. Now, I mentioned Golf Digest. You've got Golf Association of Florida. You've got Gin. You've got all these other solutions. What differentiates the grant from all these other options? Well, I mean, clearly the first one is for free, right? Um, kind of a big deal. And, and, and look, if you join and you get a free handicap from the get-go, you have a, an option to upgrade. If you upgrade, we use all those funds to, to develop new features and they give you some additional features that I'll talk about later. Um, what, what differentiates us uh, among them? You know, the first one, yes, we're free. We give you a free USGA handicap. But secondly, and maybe most importantly, is you're not getting a basic product. If you're, if you're buying one of these other companies' handicap, you're just getting your number. That's it. They're just calculating your number. Uh, you have to input the, the, the score uh, yourself and, and make sure that, that, that things are, but that's it. I mean, you're getting your handicap. That's all you get. With us, you get statistics. You get the best in class app in the world. You get GPS on all the courses in the world. Um, you get live leaderboards. When you're playing against your friends, you can see what they're shooting when you're in a large group. Um, you know, you get so many good stuff. And I think that's what really differentiates us. We're, we're a one-stop shop for golfers. Um, so I, I think that, that, that's how I would summarize it. So this is a multi-part question. I track fairways, greens, putts. What other stats can I track? How many active users do you have? And how many rounds per year are you tracking? So... You, so we ask you for, for four data points. In fact, you can, you can turn them off and only, only give me your score per hole, right? Well, we ask you four. We ask you the score. We ask you the putts. 
then we ask you the fairway accuracy, whether you missed left, right, or you hit the fairway. And then we ask you for any penalties that you may have incurred. So you went out of bounds, or you went in the water hazard, you made a drop shot, et cetera, right? With those four points, we can calculate pretty much everything. So I'll give you an example. Green team regulation. If you give me that you made a five and you had a three pot, I know that you hit your green in regulation in a par four, right? You're in a par four, you made a five and you hit three pots. That means that you were in regulation because five minus three, that gives you two. It means that you were in the green in two, right? So with those two numbers, we can calculate all right. Now we can calculate your green team regulation. Then I'll, I'll give you other examples of things that we do with those four points. Uh, I can tell you that the average score on par fours with a yardage of 430 yards and more, or your, you know, your average on par fours with 350 yards or less, right? We triangulate your data from your scores with the scorecard data. So if you played from the white tees, I know that hole number five, you played around 320, right? Tee boxes move up and down, but I know that that's how you play. So I can now tell you how you how you played a par four of 320 yards, right? Um, and things like that, for example, I'll give you one last example that I think is very useful. We give you your green team regulation when you're shooting from the fairway or when you're shooting from the rough. So if you tell me that you you in a hole number four, you missed right and and then you made a two pot with and you made a par, that means that you hit your green in regulation but you were not in the fairway. But if you hit your fairway, so I can calculate your green team regulation from the fairway and when you're not in the fairway. And that's actually a very interesting data point because that means how you can score if you improve your, your driving accuracy, right? So, and I'll stop there, but there's many of those. We give you over 40 graphs with trends and things. And again, we're only asking you for four things, your score, your putts, your driving accuracy and your penalties, right? Um, and in fact, when we developed this with the help of users, and we we actually were timing, we would time people how long it would take them to write down or how long it would take them to, to write in the scorecard. It's actually because they can actually drive the cart and put and use the, the phone while they're driving the cart, it takes quite a lot less than writing in the scorecard and inputting your scores. So in fact, it helps with, with pace of play. I mean, right, I'm talking about adding all these stats and, and you, I mean, you're, you're part of Troon, right? So you know how important pace of play is. It actually helps you, right? Um, and it's actually quite fast. So, so I'll stop there, but, but just to give you an idea of, of statistics and what we can do uh, when we get smart about it. How many users are using the app? So I cannot tell you that. <laughs> uh, we don't share those numbers, um, but I will tell you it's 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 a lot. <laughs> more than one. Just say that. More than one. Quite a lot. I won. So one. me, Frank, Matt, you're yeah. doing all right. All right. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> now, what role has social media played in the growth of the brand, and what's kind of your favorite platform to use? I know you guys are active on a couple of them. So honestly, I think you know we were never. I'm not very good at social media and we were never super active on it. Um, I don't think social media played a big role in us growing. Um, having said that, nowadays we have we have an Instagram account, the Grint Golf 
uh, the, at the Grint Golf uh, Facebook account, also the Grint Golf and Twitter account at the Grint Golf. I'll include those links below too, so folks can connect awesome. with you guys on social media. Uh, but having said that, I think the reason why we were able to grow so much was literally just people telling other people that this, you know, same thing that happened to you. A friend told you, hey, this is awesome. This is free. You should give it a, give it a shot. Um, we've, we've tried some advertising and we've done some, some advertising mainly on social media. So, so we've done, you know, the Facebook ads and the Instagram ads, but I would have to attribute most of the growth to really just people telling other people. Um, so that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Now I look at it from an ops perspective, right? So I'm in the field, I'm working on an operation daily. What kind of opportunities do operators have for the app? I mean, from tracking tournament scores, I know we utilize Golf Genius, which is an app that, that allows us to do scoring and scoreboards and you name it. So what about responding to reviews? You had mentioned before we went live that I can't, as a facility, respond to reviews, advertising opportunities, et cetera. So from a golf course operator owner perspective, how does the grant affect me? What can I do with it from an operator perspective? So, so there's a couple of things. So we've worked with, with a couple of golf, golf course operators to help them understand data about their area, right? So I can actually see how many people play not only in Tiburon, but also in the, in the courses that you consider your competition, right? And I can give you a report of, those, of the traffic and the market share. So clearly not everyone uses the grant in the world, right? So, but, but I can give you a sample, right? And I can tell you, you know, your closest competitor has a 20% market share and you have a 25% market share, whatever, whatever that, that is. Uh, and on top of that, we help you advertise, we can help you advertise to those folks specifically, right? So, you know, if you go, if you, if you go to a mass channel and you try to go to, I don't know, the golf channel and advertise there, you, you're probably going to go too far, too broad, right? But if I tell you, hey, you, you're going to advertise to the people that already play in your course, uh, and you can do that message in one way, and then you're going to advertise differently to the people that do not play, that play your competitor, but does not play in your course, right? And you're going to give them a completely different message. You know, for them, you can probably give them, you know, a, a discount to try your course. Right. So, so we've worked with golf courses in getting smart about engaging with folks, um, looking at reviews, looking at what your, your course is rated, uh, compared to other courses in your area. Right. So, so I think it, for us, it's always been a very, um, custom solution with golf course operators rather than, than just, you know, just getting something off the shelf. Because we think that the, you know, with data, we ne we'll never share like personal information about anyone, right? But what we can do is get very smart about traffic and markets and 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 you know, uh, data as a whole instead of just individuals, right? Um, so I can tell you the people that play in your course, you know, how many rounds they play per month. Uh, what kind of golf courses they play, how expensive those golf courses are, what kind of equipment they have, uh, when did they buy that equipment, how often they replace that equipment, right? Um, again, I'm not pointing to anyone specific. I'm never going to be identifying anyone. But if I can tell you kind of the kind of demographic that you're addressing, it will be important information for you.
Um, so that's how how we've worked in the past with with golf courses. Oh, it's awesome! It's so much data, and you know, obviously, data is powerful. So that's that's way more than thus far, way more than I expected this app to even be able to do. And because again, I'm looking at it from I need a handicap, boom, the grant, and I need to go in and dig in to some of these features because it sounds like this app does so much more than just provide a handicap. So it, I feel like the handicap is just the tip of the iceberg. And that's awesome. Now, reviews is a part of that as well. You were talking about some of Tiburon's reviews. Course reviews are a big deal from a marketing perspective. I look at Yelp. I look at TripAdvisor. I look at Google. I'm always obsessed with reviews because I want to be able to see what people are saying about us, but then I like to respond. Now, you said that I can't currently, as an operator, respond to reviews, but talk a little bit more about the reviews, and do you ever publish a list of, say, the top 100 courses reviewed, or kind of what's, what's, your, what's your strategy with course reviews? Yeah, so, so I think, you know, first, we only get reviews from people that played a course. They uploaded, a, they uploaded an 18-hole you know, score, and then we ask them for a review. So all the reviews that you'll see in our platform are actually reviews from people that played in the course, right? And they're right after they play. So it's in the moment of truth. They just experienced the course. So that's, that's one important thing. Um, the second thing, um, we have done, you know, yearly rankings of golf courses. Uh, in fact, we publish uh, for two years, I think last year and the year before, we published with my golf spy uh, lists not only in in the world and the U.S. but also in some states. Um, we haven't done that this year uh, because we've been working on a on a on a project of our own. That by the moment that this uh, video comes out, I think it'll be available. So I'll just be free to talk about it. Uh, it's it's coming this week. <laughs> So we are we're developing a a tool that will allow you to have your own personal list and rank your courses, the courses that you've played, right? So you have that list, you'll be able to rank your courses. And that on top with the reviews that we're gathering from people will help you help us understand how do golf courses compare. Because why is this important? If you're playing in Pebble Beach, right? And you're playing Monterey Peninsula and Pell Beach and Spyglass. And then, you know, maybe you're not giving a top review to Monterey just because you just play freaking Pebble Beach, right? And, you know, Pebble Beach is one of the top courses in the world. You know, clearly it's going to be many, you know. But if you were playing Monterey in, I don't know, the Miami area, and, and that was the, the, the you know, the, it's it's probably going to be many of the other courses, right? So I think I think for us it's really important to understand kind of all these reviews. What are they coming from, right? And when you stack them together, how do how do you really stack courses? So for example, we have something that we call the sun the zone percentile in the in the reviews, which is it gives you it tells will tell you you know Tiburon is ninety five percent zone percentile. What does that mean? that based on the rankings that that golf course has, it is a top 95 percentile in that area within 50 miles of that course. That is a lot more re relevant than saying that's a 4.5 golf course uh, in Naples versus a 4.5 golf course in you know Idaho. Uh, I, I've never played in Idaho. Maybe there's great courses over there. Um, but I, I'm just trying to make a point here. So 
right now we're embark embarking in this in this pro project of making this a lot more personal for people, allowing them to rank the courses, allowing them to create a list of the bucket list courses that they want to play at. And then if, if one of my friends played at that course, it's going to give me a notification and say, hey, Ricky just played Tiburon, um, and that's in your bucket list, asking him how, how, how it went, right? Uh, so just, just a bunch of things that we think are going to be, again, very engaging and, and very fun to do. I've been playing with my list of my ranking for you know days now uh, and i keep kind of changing the ranking <laughs> so that's awesome for a couple of reasons one because you literally just answered the next question which is what are you guys working on in terms of the app and things that you want to announce soon so mm -hmm. ignore the next question but you talk about bucket list right so i never had a bucket list until i played the old course in st andrews one i never thought i would ever even be there let alone play there right so i get the opportunity to play the golf course and i never had like the the quintessential bucket list and I'm I'm literally on the golf course and I'm thinking I'm playing a golf course that if I had a bucket list would be at the top of it. Yep. And I got home and I'm like, okay, I need a bucket list. So what do I do? I go to my website and I write a bucket list and I'm adding to it literally this week. I added ride a camel through the desert in Morocco. Why? Because I saw something on TV of people riding camels through the desert in Morocco and that looked awesome. Guess where I'm going on vacation next year? Morocco. <laughs> Maybe I'll mark that off my bucket list. I marked two things off my bucket list when I was in Europe last month. Just it's just it's fun, right? Like to write yep. these things down. I want to do this. I want to do that. And and you know, to anybody out there watching this, if you have anything that you think that you want to do, do it. There's nothing stopping you. Like I wanted to see where they built the Titanic. Like how random and how exact is that? So what did I do? We were in Europe. We go to London. We go to Ireland. We go to Northern Ireland. Let's go to Belfast for a day. Why? Because I want to see a freaking museum. We did. I'm standing there. I did the whole Titanic thing, like standing on the, you know, it was cheesy, <laughs> right? But I did it. And I can mark that off my bucket list. So that all started with playing the home of golf in St. Andrews. So I'm glad that you're able to allow golfers that are, that are using the app to be able to make their own bucket list and to be able to engage with others that have played those golf courses, whether it be Tiburon, whether it be John Doe Golf Club down the street, or whether it be Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, Augusta National, which I think is important. I mean, you, you go to you go to to a magazine, and you, yeah, you're gonna see the Cypress Points and the Pine Valleys and Augusta National. And yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, clearly they're bucket list. But are you gonna play them? Eh, they're tough. I mean, it's tough to get in those courses. But you know, if you start creating your own bucket list, maybe you'll add, you know. Wolf Creek in Nevada, uh, Mesquite, or you'll add some courses that are public that are amazing, fun golf courses to play at, and 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 that's that's what it's all about, right? To create your own experience, your own bucket list, and like you said, I mean, you, you saw something on TV and you said that's a golf course in freaking Morocco that I want to play with camels. You know, it doesn't get any more personal than that. I mean, think about how random that is. And that's literally on my bucket list. Like as simple as I want to visit a brewery or I want to ride a camel through the desert. Like those are two totally odd. Like I could go to that brewery tomorrow if I wanted to. And the way I look at it though, I could go ride that camel tomorrow if I wanted to. And I will. I will have a photo of me on a camel in the desert within the next 365 days. You heard it here first. Uploaded in the. I, I want to see it in one of your videos. I love it. Let's do it. I'll do it. I actually, to that very point, I've been trying to do more video content because video content is obviously a big part of social media. Yeah. And just last week, I posted, I want to do more video content. Ask me a question and I'll respond in a video. And I did, and four or five, seven people responded. 
I'm going to do more of that. Like just on random evenings. Hey, I'm having a cocktail. Let's, let's answer some questions via video. And it's fun for me and it's creating unique content that nobody else is doing. There's a gentleman and actually I'll give him a shout out. He, uh, Brian, he runs a comedy club here in Naples. He does what's called, um, I mean, he picks up these comedians from, from the airport and he, he puts them in the car and, and he calls it the captain's log. So he's captain Brian Spina, right? And, he, he puts the camera and he's driving them from the airport to their, to their hotel and it's become viral. Now he's doing it with local business owners. And he's just like, yesterday I watched one and he's got this guy that runs this like massage parlor. And I'm like, what is what? But I love it because it's, I'm interested. I'm engaged. He's driving down the street, talking to this guy, interviewing this guy, similar to how you and I are here talking. He's driving down the road doing it. So it's just, it's his own thing and I dig it and it's video and to that point because of Brian and because of you, I'm going to record myself riding the camel in the desert in Morocco. Right. <laughs> now the leaderboard is a cool feature of the app. You've talked about it a little bit tonight. So tell us a little bit more about how that works. So let's say that you're going out with a group of eight people, right? Or 16 people to make it more. And you know, you, you, the, the typical experience is you go out and, you see them at the beginning of the of the outing, and then you see them at the end of the outing. But you only exchange information with the people in your foursome, right? Which you know kind of sucks. Um, so what we've done is that we we create this what we call the live leaderboards, and it creates a competition against everyone, you know. And you start tracking your scores as you're playing. Those scores are going to the cloud, and then in your app you can see literally a leaderboard where you can see how everybody's scoring real time. So on hole number 16, you know how you are doing against everyone in the group, right? So you know that you have to be more aggressive or you have to protect your score and you're literally feeling more like someone in the PGA Tour would feel like, right? And, and I think that's part of what we've always kind of strive for is how do you make information that the PGA Tour guys have available to to some of the the folks i mean they have statistics that are incredible that help them improve their game how do you bring that to to the regular amateur uh the same way they when they're competing they have information about how all the other players are doing real time how can you bring that to to the folks to the amateurs and and that's what we did with the leaderboards that's why and by the way that's one of the first features that we launched that was 2014 we were probably the first app to have something like that um, that's really cool so so it, it's it's been a, a great success and now you can chat um so when when better. so you can chat with others and you can actually engage with other people that are not in your group so that's that's pretty cool that's all you built a social network inside of an app that scores golf like that's that's really cool yeah. now i didn't tell you before we went live this was going to fly by and it did but we're only halfway done. That was the front nine. All the right. Talk done. Let's have some fun. You ready for your back nine? Let's do it. I assume you use the grants.com to track your handicap. You said you're a golfer. What is your index? My index is right now 7.9, I think. Oh, you're a player too. Look at this guy. Uh-huh. That's what okay. Not one of the questions. What's your home course? Where do you play? I play a course uh it's called the Riviera Country Club. It's my cause. Nice. Yeah. There is a true course in Miami. It's still closed due to the hurricane diplomat. So it's oh, unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play it a lot. Um it's it's going in it's doing renovations right now. 
think. It is. And thank you, Hurricane Irma. A year ago, thank you for destroying that golf course. That's fine. Beautiful property. What is your favorite feature of the app? I mean, there's like 45 to choose from, but what's your favorite? To me, it's the stats. Um, to me, it just gives me so much. I spend a lot of time looking at my game and understanding what is it that I can do to improve. Uh, so for me, it's the stats. Um, but the stats wouldn't be enough without, without being social. Um, so, so I'll tell you an example, and I know this is kind of quick, but I'll, I'll tell you an example why the stats being social is important. So understanding that I, that I have 33 green, 33%, my, my green scene regulation percentage is 33%. The first time I saw that number, I thought that, that it was terrible, right? And what I did, what I've been able to understand with the Grint is that I can see the stats of my friends, right? And I'm a 7.9 handicap. So now I go and I look at someone who is a six, six handicap, right? Because that, that's the next level for me. So how do I get to six handicap? And I look at the percentage in regulation. And you know what? This guy is doing 35, 36%. He's not that much higher than I am in that. And that's not the area that I need to focus so much. The area that I needed to focus a lot more was in putting because I was not putting that well, right? So, so I think in the statistics, but also that those statistics being, being social so that you can have a bar that you can compare yourself against, right? I think that's that's what's been um, really eye-opening for me in terms of the of, of the stats and why I enjoy it so much. I hit thirty-eight percent of my greens, which is that seems right. so low to me. But right, isn't it? Doesn't it look very low? Yeah, I feel like I suck at golf when I see. That. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, you hit no greens. But it's not that bad. It is I not. That bad. I don't know if it would ever be possible, but it'd be really cool to be able to compare yourself to the tour players, to be able to have like the top five tour players, to be able to say, you know, Ricky, so, you compare to Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth and Phil Mickelson, and like that'd be neat. That'd be a neat feature to add. There was a moment, it was fun. Um, there was a moment, maybe three years ago, we, starting, we started to create uh, accounts of these golfers, and we were literally uploading their scores. That's cool. It's um, cheating, but it's cool. Yeah, so we were uploading their scores to, so, so that you can befriend someone, and then you could kind of follow them real time and also see their stats. Uh, we stopped doing it because it was just a lot of work, and it's not our core. Um, but it was very cool. It was you, you could see how Ricky was doing and, and, and compare your stats with his, and you would befriend that person and, and that user. And yeah. we just you know stopped doing that. It was just... A lot of work that I the bet. Court. <laughs> what is the best golf course you have ever played? Wow. Um, so I'm cheating. I just I just went in a golf trip to Wisconsin and um, I in my way down I played Aaron Hills. Um, so good. What a golf course. It's 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 in my it's in the top of my of my personal ranking. And uh, I've been lucky enough to play very good golf golf courses. Um, I would say Aaron Hills, uh, and then a tie for second, Beth Pitch Black, and straights, the straight scores, the Winston straight scores. And, and for all of you watching at home, he's not played Tiburon recently, so we're going to have to put that at the top of his list when he comes I, over and plays I, here. You're, you're, we're going to play together, Tiburon? Are I love it. Spend awesome. a weekend here. We'll play the gold course and the black course. You can see them both. I'll let you decide what you like best. It'll be a good time. I, I, I am sure that I'm going to love them. Now, I'm a beer guy, 
even though I'm drinking a gin and tonic right now, I'm a beer guy. Now, there are a lot of really good, very high-profile brewing companies in Miami. What's your favorite? Do you have a, do you have a fave? You know what? I, 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 I keep trying many. I mean, there's, there's, um, there's, there's a bunch. Uh, I've never gotten married to any beer just because I think nowadays the variety is so much that I keep trying new ones. Um, I'm, I'm a Stella guy when, <laughs> when I'm not, when I'm not doing kind of the hips, the, the, the I new don't know how to respond to that. No, I know. I kind of <laughs> But but uh, but when I but but when I'm do when I'm gonna do kind of the the, the more the brewery kind of beers, I, I just try new things. I, I don't like to to repeat. So I, I love that you said that, and I'm not I'm not responding to this to be braggadocious by any means. But I use an app on my phone called Untapped. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No, I never tried it. It's awesome. It allows you to track your beers, and I have tracked every beer that I have consumed since May seventh of two thousand and eleven. Oh. Right, okay. I think every single beer I have tried, every beer, whether I've had it 15 times or I've had it for the first time, since May 7th of 2011, as of today, how many unique beers do you think I've had? Jesus. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to be generous and say 110. I don't know if you can see this, but that says 11 thousand oh my god 160 unique you are the beer master man i give you that that is awesome Eleven thousand one hundred and sixty unique beers different beers now that's that's bud light coors light corona like those are those are ridiculous but <laughs> i will literally go to a brewery and i will look and see if i've had it and if i've had it i won't get it again i've had total 15,004 beers. I've so had Coors Light more than anything. So that's my golf course question beer. back to you. I'm going to give you a question. Yeah. What is the top beer that you've ever had? Not possible. I can give you my top five. There's no way to pick a favorite because one, I've not had every beer ever made, so it's impossible to pick my favorite. In my top five, Dogfish Head 120. All right. Ale Smith Speedway Stout, which is a $12 bottle. It's one of the best values of any beer you will ever buy. I think Sam Adams Utopias, which is a 34 to 38% ABV beer. It's brewed every two years. Might be top three in the world. Wow. I've had a quadruple IPA from Needy Brewing Company, and I could not tell you the name of it, and I can look it up, but it'd take me 20 minutes, and it is one of the best, most flavorful IPAs I've ever had. And Vanilla Bean, well, I don't even know. It, it, they changed the name of it. Three Floyds brews it, and it's, um, what do they call it now? It, it's Dark Lord, but it's Vanilla vanilla Bean Dark Lord, but they've changed the name of it. I don't honestly can't tell you the new name of it, but it's it's one of the beers they release two thousand bottles a year. To get it, you have to be at the festival to get it. It's like three hundred and fifty dollars to even get a ticket to the festival. Like, oh my god, so hard to get. I got three ounces of it at a tasting one time, and it that's got to be in my top three. Okay. So, yeah, so it's not possible to pick a favorite. So to answer the question, when someone asks, "What's your favorite beer?" the next beer that I'm going to drink is my favorite beer because it could be the best beer that I've never had. That's very cool. That's very cool. Good answer. What is your favorite golf movie? Ah, uh, it's got to be Tim Cobb. 
so good, right? Thank you for saying that. So few people say that. That is such a good movie. It's 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 not even it's not even close. Not even close. I mean, you have you have Happy Gilmore, clearly a great movie, um, but Tin Cup is just you know the moment that he just raises his hand and the ball goes in and the crowd goes crazy. Yes, yeah, you know it's just memorable. I've probably seen it twenty times. And if you haven't seen it, turn on Golf Channel because it's probably on. They play it like four times a week. So. Absolutely. And, I, and I, every time, I, I, my wife looks at me and it's like, are you watching this again, really? And if she wasn't a Rene Russo fan, she probably wouldn't be <laughs> with me. But That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he did not know how to play golf before he was cast for that movie is even more impressive. <laughs> That's what's even more impressive. Yes. Now I, can swing. I'm an iPhone guy. Are you iPhone or Android? So I'm, I'm, I'm an iPhone guy. Uh, I've been an Good iPhone answer. guy for the last eight years, but I've, I've, been, I've been thinking about other. Others. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't do it. You're not allowed. And today the new iPhone looks so good. The Max, yeah. are you kidding me? It's like the size of my, my, my iPad. It's awesome. Uh, um, they, they, today they released uh, all the new iPhones. And I was looking at all these things. And it's like, oh my god! If Steve, if, if Steve Jobs was here, he would be pissed. Um, it's just so confusing. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still. I mean, I have to. All my devices are Apple, so it's very difficult for me to do the move. But I've, I've, I've been seeing other people. If you do the move, you'll regret it. You'll be back. All right. Back to the dark side. All right. Who is in your dream foursome? They have to be alive. Sometimes people give, you know, people that have passed away notes. But right now, if you could play tomorrow with anybody, who who's in your force? So, you know, if it was my last, my, my last foursome, for sure, my dad would be in it. Um, he's my, he's been my, my partner in golf since I remember. Um, Tiger Woods, for sure. Uh, just big fan. Um, I, I mean, any Tiger haters, I'm sorry. I, I love the guy. You just, you, I, I don't remember having more fun watching golf um, like I used to when, when he was when he was on. And even now, I just get, I get, the, you know, I get goosebumps. Um, yeah, I mean, what would be my, who would be my third one? Um, I don't know. You know what? I mean, other other than that, I'm, I'm not. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't get fixated with with. So I, w- I would stop there. I would stop there. Okay. Yeah. The reason, that's fine. Yeah. No worries. Tiger twice. He hits two balls. He oh, gets them all again. He can, he can hit my ball. That's awesome. Now, I did not tell you this. I don't know if you can notice he's behind me and I've got a couple of heads. And Absolutely. I, I'm Tiger's biggest fan. And he knows this because I tweet him this every now and then. I drive a red and black car because he wears red on Sunday. And I'm not kidding. I bought the car because he wears red on Sundays. <laughs> is, it, oh. is it a Buick? It is not a Buick. Oh, okay. It's a smart car, actually. So okay. it was it was before before the Buick days. But <laughs> I have so much Tiger Woods memorabilia that we literally have a third bedroom of our home for the Tiger Woods stuff. And I'm not kidding. It's oh, that bedroom God. over there. That closet behind me is literally full to the ceiling of Tiger Woods stuff. Like I, it's cool. it's disgusting. So if he doesn't break the record, I've got a lot of stuff that's worth nothing. But that's a good segue to this next question. Do you think he breaks Jack's record? Why or why not? With with you know a tear in my eye, I don't. 
I liked you until you said that. We were we were friends there. Look, why? I, no, why? I, I think he can. I think he's going to win more majors. Um, and I I I definitely thought that I, I bet with my friends that he was going to win this year. So I still have one chance with the uh, with the tour championship. Um, How would that be if he wins that and wins the FedEx Cup up by winning that? Yes, can you imagine that? Oh my god, that would be bananas. That would be crazy. Um, so I'm, I'm again, I'm the huge, I'm a huge fan. It's just, you know, if you look at Jack Nicholas's um, records, um, I, I still think that that maybe Tiger was more dominant. Um, but but getting to 18 at this this time, you know, this era with all these golfers, with you know. Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Gatka, Jordan Speed. Uh, they're playing very good golf. I mean, if he played this last week, Tiger just played this last weekend. He played, you know, what was it, a 62, then even par, then a couple of good rounds after that. That was not, that's not enough. That's not enough these days. Um, and I, I think that while he's going to, I think he's going to win another major, I think it's going to be difficult to win four more. Uh, if he wins four more, don't win another one because tying the record is not you either break it, don't tie it, right? Either break it or don't win another major. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, I don't love your. I wish, I wish he ties it at least. <laughs> well, if you tie it and you don't break it, then how can no? I can't sleep at night the way it is. Let alone if he ties the record. Well, I'm going to be rooting for it. The fact that I don't think he can be done, it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not rooting. I mean, he's still what is he? Forty two. And, and Phil is 45, and Phil's still playing very good golf, right? So if he's Phil, back, Phil's not even in shape. <laughs> exactly. So if he's back, his back allows, and he's free of injuries, you know, he could – I mean, no one has his heart, right? So he doesn't need the game. He just needs the heart. And the second that we doubt him is the second that he says, shut up, I'm going to go do it anyway. Ooh. <laughs> and your final question of your hashtag Wednesday match play. First off, what an awesome conversation. This has been so great. I'm so glad that you're in Miami. So you're not too far. I go to Miami a lot for craft beer. So let's figure out how to get you to come to Naples for golf. We'll go have beer, have golf. It'll yeah. be a great time. But your final question of your hashtag Wednesday match play is what's next for the grant. So, so there's a couple of, of very interesting projects that we're working on. Um, we're, I can say that we're working on a sister app um, that we're going to release probably at the end of the year. Um, it's a very cool concept that does not exist in golf and that uh, I think is going to change how people um, do this, this in golf currently. Uh, I can't tell you much more about it. Um, what I can tell you is that I'm, I'm very excited the reason why we're doing it separate from the grant is, is because, you know, we believe the grant has plenty of stuff and it, it cannot just be have more. It has to concentrate on what they do, what the grant does best, which is keep track of your game. Um, this new app is going to be focused on, on golf, but it's going to be a different, different focus. And it, we are, I cannot tell you how excited we are about it. We, we're, we, we think it's going to change how things, how things work so so the same way that that we've kind of changed the landscape for handicaps i think we can do something very special with this so very looking forward to to that happening at the end of the year i'll i'll keep you posted of course
That's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show. This has been so cool. One, knowing what the app was, using the app, and now having you on the show to talk about the app. Like, it just kind of completes the circle. You've got a big fan of the app and me. I'm going to make sure to promote this app as much as I can, push this episode out to as many people as I can. If you're watching at home, as I said at the beginning of the show, make sure you click the subscribe button down below. Turn on those notifications. That's the easiest way to guarantee you get this content right to you every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. I don't know about you, but I think that we had a pretty good conversation here. But if you don't want to look at us, that's fine. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play. I'll allow that as well. But the point of this show is to showcase the content of others in the golf space. And the Grint is a very, very cool story about an app that started from wanting to provide stats and handicaps for the layman. And I'm a layman, and I love the app. I will tell anybody and everybody to use this app from a golfer perspective. Yes, it's a free handicap. That's a big, big hook. But the app does so much more than that. And it's been awesome having Jose on the show tonight to talk about it. So, and Ricky, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, for your audience and, and for you as well, uh, I have we've, we've made a bunch of these very cool hats with the great logo on it. I'll send you five so that you can just give it away to your audience. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll love have, to have people with a brand. Uh, that is awesome. Oh my God, that's so cool. I'm keeping one. Sorry. Absolutely, absolutely. Please do. I'm keeping one and wearing that all over Naples. I love, I'm a hat guy. Like I always got to have a hat on when I'm playing golf. I mean, yeah, this I is a haircut right now. Oh my God, look at that. That's so good. We have some of the flat ones and the, Trucker hat, and then it's just very cool. Um, That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you doing that. That's really cool, giving back to the people at home. Again, cl click the subscribe button down below. Jose, thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll make sure this gets shared to Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus, the golf community and Google Plus. Now, you and I didn't talk about this, but the Google Plus golf community has got just shy of 27,000 members. Extremely active place. If you're not there, which I don't think you are, get there if you're not active there. I'd love to see the grant active in that space. I'm obsessed with the content there. Great place to be able to showcase what you're doing, introduce new things that are coming out, or just talk about handicaps. Frank and Matt, the guys that I was talking about earlier, are both members of that. Matt was one of the first members of that community. He's oh a good God. friend of mine, and I'll make sure to give him a shout-out that uh, that he was in this, and he'll be watching at home. But, Jose, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been great right. learning more about the grant, an app that I use, and I'm so near and dear to my heart. But as always, on the hashtag Wednesday Match Plays, you have to remember to eat, sleep, golf. <laughs>